you can start a watch party and it'll alert all your people that you all right my job is my job is done if i get i can i can take a break y'all y'all enjoy the podcast <laughs> I was talking to uh, Shannon that day. Right. I done built it. Now y'all go round up the fucking people. <laughs> right, <God damn. laughs> I done built the art. You just get the motherfuckers on here. <laughs> All right, cool. Let me get um, edible real quick. One second. Doing drugs on camera. Hey, that guy, hey, look, that guy is... Shameless plug, shameless plug. No, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking with that shit. I'm just drinking a little water, you know what I'm saying? I'm water myself. I need me a thick chick sitting on the couch and I'm going through my Netflix. Are we talking about? Let's see how much shit we can shamelessly plug while we're in here. Hey, have you ever tried PAX? This is the PAX 3. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Can I play that on my PlayStation? Now, what is Chef doing? I don't know. He's in the kitchen looking at shit. You ready, Chefry? Are you ready, Chef? Yeah. Or are you vibing right now? This delay is weird because I can see myself looking at the camera. Don't do that. Right. That shit weird, boy. That's where I messed up last time. Yeah, don't just, do that. Just, just act normal. Right. Just act normal. Right. I'm finna close it now. Yeah, they're not there. Ooh, that was me already, would it? All right, cool. So everybody cool with the um, layout? Good. I don't know, man. Just run it. Oh, Fuck it. We, we can't change it now. We in this. All right. We have to jump. Fair enough. Nah, niggas was singing their ass off on that. I'm a nigga from the motherfucking street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. See so y'all ready to start? Let's get it. Good evening, everyone. And uh, welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef, and as always, when listening to our podcast, live or otherwise, be sure to give us a like on all the things that you listen to podcasts on. How about you do that shit right now? Um, pull out your little Apple Podcast app or Spotify and say that you like what you're listening to. Thank you. Um, this is episode 103. Gentlemen? Well, with the white voice, what up? 5,000 Northside, Florida. Your boy, J. Joe, fight the power. Right on. So, um, obviously, there's a lot to talk about um, tonight, but I think it's it'd be you know appropriate to start off and and check on how everyone's doing. Um, how's everybody doing? Um, I'm straight. It's, this has been a long couple of days, like uh, very long days, but this is a good little sprint to the end of the week. So it's cool, man. Things opening back up. Things are. St- to look normal, uh, at least on the surface level, but we'll see. Still slow playing there. All good, man. Uh, kind of mentally fatigued, I think. I mean, COVID-19 plus 
death and police brutality and elections and shit is just a lot to deal with. You know what I'm saying? For anybody, negative, positive, or whatever, man, it's just a lot. So there's a little mentally fatigued. I feel like I need a vacation and I haven't been to work in like four or five months. So that's kind of weird. So question about that. Um, um, so... Doing all right, you know what I'm saying. Right. I hate that uh, motherfuckers are going back to work because it was real nice driving without all this fucking traffic, man. So traffic is back, which means niggas are back out, and when niggas are back out, you know, shit, shit goes down. So um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of like Wood, man. This is kind of draining. Had the emotional roller coaster, like I'm sure most motherfuckers have if you're black in America, so. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I agree. I am uh not straight. So <laughs> I've <laughs> to keep it a buck, like, I don't know, man. Uh shit crazy, man. And um I feel like I'm in a sitcom where everybody lost their goddamn mind. That's how I feel personally. It's like um looking like looking at everything on T V and looking at how people are reacting. I'm like it's like I'm trying to make sense of it and uh a lot of shit don't make sense. So it seems a little bit strange to me right now. So to be honest, uh, that's that right there though is very draining. Like when you're trying to rationalize something that just doesn't make sense, like it will definitely drag you down and beat you up because your exactly. mind just keeps turning. It's like you're in a, uh, what we call an IT. We refer to as a deadly embrace. Like it's just an infinite loop. It's just going to keep going on. It's not going to be solved. It's not going to make sense. <clears throat> so you have to try to avoid that kind of stuff if you can help it. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think I talked about it on a couple of episodes ago, man. You got a, our last situation where niggas got killed or brutalized or something. You got to practice mood management, man. I love the news, honestly. I used to always watch the news, local news, CNN, all that shit. But I hardly watch any of that shit now because I already know it's just going to affect my mood, man. So I, I, I rarely fuck with any of that shit. Half the shit that's going on right now, I probably don't even know. Nigga said Obama spoke today. I don't know nothing about that. I just really need to keep my mind in a good place. And turning on the TV is just not, it's not conducive to good mental health right now. I agree. I watch a lot of cartoons personally. So um, what else should we be watching? <laughs> you know, what's your main show that you watch? <laughs> X videos, I mean, hashtag incest. So that's, your, that's, that's the best thing that you watch. Are you talking about Family Matters? Oh, yeah. So I'm a, I ain't gonna lie. You I ain't forget that. No, no, because the oh, thing is this. Uh, like, oh, oh, Family Matters. Oh, Family. Yeah, Family Matters. Yeah, I forgot all about it. <laughs> I reduce. I reduce the amount of Family Matters episodes because what happened was Family Matters is only really like good to me in terms of escape. At the end, where they just the niggas just started doing hella heroin and started making shows. So the early episodes were like they made sense, like everything was like pretty solid. I, I watched episodes where the shit don't make sense. Like there was an episode where Myrtle Urkel was in a um, what they call it, a beauty pageant with all the other women and sabotaged them. But like Steve Urkel was playing Myrtle Urkel and his balls hanging out of his fucking dress. Shit was ridiculous. That, that ha- I don't remember that episode. I, I see that episode. Now, it gets it gets crazy. This nigga, he references more episodes that I don't be remembering, but right. I like think, so long yeah, ago. I like to think that I've watched every Family Matters episode. I don't remember nobody's balls hanging out. <laughs> the nick because the nigga was fucking twenty five <laughs> like at the time. episode like Stevens balls or something. You know, like you should be able to. <laughs> they put they put the nigga in a short 
dressed to be Myrtle Urkel. The nigga was 25 years old. Nigga fucking six foot two. It it was a perfect storm of fuck shit. So like he would fall on the ground and do stupid shit. And he's like, I was like, you can see a bulge. I'm like, this is disrespectful to everyone. So you saw a bulge. Is what you right. said. It was there. Print. You saw print. You was bird watching. Yeah. So, you know. Fucking, you know, fucking, like, fucking pecker, pecker inspector, nigga. You know, I don't know what kind of cable y'all got, but on Comcast, um, normally for a sitcom, it'll say like season, whatever episode, whatever, and it'll normally have the year. So it was like <clears throat> some. It wasn't that episode, but it was one I was watching last week, and I'm like, I don't remember this. And everybody just kind of, everything just kind of seemed different. And then when I looked, there was like an episode from like 1997 or something. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'll That's when niggas stop watching. Like those, like, yeah, that's when like, it gets real stupid. Friday Night Lights by the end, so. Right. I mean, you was like doing shit like you had shit to do on Fridays. I didn't, but yeah, niggas had shit to do on Fridays. Um, I'm going to do it. Why didn't you have anything to do on Fridays? We ain't got to get into that. Uh-huh. I feel like we talk about a lot of shit and I could see these motherfuckers' reactions. <laughs> I don't. I need oh, to protect man. my mental health too. Oh, I man, watch, like, why didn't you have it? Y'all didn't have like football games or basketball games Friday night. I was I was in the I was in the marching band, um, so we had that. But at, outside of band season, you know what I'm saying? When when the season was over, we, I had shit to do. You said dance I mean, season. Little... Band season. You said I thought you said dance season. I'm sorry. No band season. <laughs> but um, oh, I want to go on. I want to go in gin pop to see what people are saying right now. I'm a, I'm having my own watch party. I'm having a watch party too. Somebody said that I was making up that episode. I didn't make that up. That really happened. There was really a beauty pageant episode where Myrtle Urkel um, tried to sabotage everyone in order to win the win the prize. So do, hey, do we have any? Do we have any T-shirts? Like maybe we could give somebody a T-shirt if they could find us a link to the episode. I, look, I'll give you goddamn a wardrobe if you can find an episode with nigga balls out. That was no, family I'm, television. I, I don't know what channel that nigga was watching. It was the 90s, 12, though. The 90s was fucked up. 30 balls away. Right. <laughs> right. You don't remember the balls away? Right. Hey, you was watching the wrong channel, bro. Niggas was getting away with a lot of shit in the 90s. That's the <laughs> X videos, Family Matters. Hey, man, just... Oh, man. Hey, man, go ahead and plug the Ask the Pod or whatever for the people in the group so they can ask, think of their questions while we talk about the other stuff. Fair so, enough. So what we're going to be doing tonight, since it's live... Um, for the asking for the friends segment, we're gonna um, open up questions. So obviously, um, someone's moderating. So if you have a question, uh, ask, and we'll go into it um, as a part of the asking for a friend segment. Ask me anything. There it is. That's what. It is. There it goes. Okay, cool. So um, let's get into it then. You're not having a watch um, party, man. You're just watching. What? You're not having a watch party. You're just watching. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> got the chips and do it. So. We gonna go into what the fuck is going on. So as we we all kind of alluded to, the world is the world is shifting right now. We're going through a change, and um, as a result of another uh, round of killings um, of police off by police officers of, of African American black folks, um, along with COVID, along with the uh, the recession going on, and 40 million people losing their jobs, we've created the perfect storm. Um, in terms of an uprising here in America. Shit is crazy right now. So, um, initial thoughts. Um, initial thoughts about this. I'm with it. Uh, burn this down. Shit, fuck it. Like, um, I mean, I think everybody's just tired. It's, I think it's a combination of things, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that everybody's seen this shit before. Uh, 
white man gets murdered by a police officer takes a little while and then they finally charge him then it goes to trial and he gets off in some sort of fucking loophole like and i think people are just kind of just have no faith in in the judicial system um paired with people being restless because of covid then you have the back to back to black of ahmad and uh brianna and whatever else that was happening. Oh, the, the white woman calling the 911 on the black guy. I think that everybody's just tired of the shit and, you know, marching, peaceful protests haven't been working. So I'm like, well, fuck it. You know, civil unrest, nigga. Like, break some windows, steal some shit. You know what I'm saying? Just set some shit on fire. Even though I know that majority of the shit's going on is has been hijacked by other agendas, but we'll get on that. Uh, later on, but yeah, I'm I'm with it. I'm with the the air quote rioting or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I um I don't fuck with the looting. Um, it has nothing to do with I guess the situation or the race or whatever. I just don't fuck with thieves and I don't fuck with people who destroy people's shit that ain't theirs. You know what I'm saying? I that's just me at my core. I don't fuck with stealing shit. I'm not a thief at heart, so I would never steal no shit. So when I see other people stealing shit, I don't care what you're stealing for. You're a thief, and I don't fuck with this shit. I also don't. F- if you've ever had tent on your car and rims and speakers and shit, you don't fuck with thieves. You don't fuck with people fucking your shit up. That's just kind of how that shit goes. I don't fuck with that shit at all. Um, but as far as the whole thing, it's kind what of a... What's up? What does tent have to do with it? Like, it's typically if you got tent on your car, that's when niggas break in your shit. Niggas like to break windows. Oh, okay. I got you, I got you. Um, but just on its face, I mean, I'm... I'm kind of numb to it because I don't, I'm upset, but I'm not, I'm not upset to the point where I feel like, yeah, fucking right, let's burn this bitch down because we've been here before, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is the honeymoon stage of outrage, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit just happens, we get mad, we throw a motherfucking fit, we want to go break shit, we loot, we get mad, we do hashtags, we do all of this shit, and then we kind of go into another, a low phase of wait till the next situation happens, you know what I'm saying? And white white racist people are not about to start not being racist. There's nothing we can do, march or whatever, to make them stop being racist. There's nothing you can do to make a motherfucker who hates you all of a sudden like you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to have a campaign where I try to change those people's mind. I'd rather have a campaign where we change our situation for the better. And that's going to be more internal. I want to see more people pledging, I'm sending my kid to motherfucking HBCU. That's what I want to see. I want to see more shit like we did before when we had the let's put more money on black banks. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that. I want to see more positive things and I want to see it sustained. I don't want to see a blackout on Tuesday. I want to see a blackout every motherfucking day of the week. You know what I'm saying? We talked about Rosewood during this whole shit. We talked about Black Wall Street. Let's build more of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But when I see us stealing from the Louis Vuitton store, I'm like, I get it. You're mad, but that doesn't make a... The dots don't connect for me. Like, I'm mad about racism and oppression. I'm going to go steal a Louis bag. That just doesn't really, that doesn't really register. And I think it's counterproductive. I think we could take that energy and we could do something else. That's just where I'm so you, from. So you think that people are doing this for acceptance? No, I don't think they're doing it for acceptance. But I feel like the whole, like, so people are doing things to act out against racism. And racism is fucked up. All right. Let's not let's not mince words on that. You know what I'm saying? Racism is fucked up. It's the reason why we're in we're all constantly in an uphill battle. It's why our situation can't increase. It can't get better like everybody else's. Don't get me wrong about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Racism is what it is. 
But like the football coach tell you, man, you can only control what you can control. You know what I'm saying? Worry about the things that you can't control. I can't make a motherfucker who's racist not be racist. No matter how mad I get, I can't make him stop being that way. I can't make a fucked up system all of a sudden become straight, you know what I'm saying, just by but just by a riot, you know what I'm saying? We live in the country where take racism out of it, you know what I'm saying? This is a country that doesn't like change. Take go look at Sandy Hook, you know what I'm saying? Go look at motherfucking Columbine. Like white kids, pure as the driven snow, the ages of five to seven were slaughtered in elementary schools and they didn't change shit. So you know they don't give a fuck about our black ass. So I don't want to put energy into something that's not going to change. Something that's, it's a fool's errand. I'd rather take my energy and put it into shit where I know I can change my situation or my people's situation for the better. Instead of knocking my head up against the wall, I throw a motherfucking fit. I break shit. It makes me feel better. Get your shit off. You know what I'm saying? It makes you feel better. But at the end of the day, it's not going to provoke change. Only we can provoke change in our communities. Yep, I agree with Wood. Um, I think whatever the end game <clears throat> excuse me is for this we need to make sure that we have something sustained that comes out of this what that is um i don't really know like the first thing you want to say is some sort of legislation or something but laws are only as good as the people that follow them like we have all kind of laws that people choose to break every single day so i don't think legislation is the answer because the reality of the matter is <clears throat> none of this shit is really like straight or legal right now like but the whole justice system air quotes doesn't work and i work in it by definition a system implies that something works and this doesn't work so you know i was talking to my mom earlier and it used to be well you know we get a day in court and then we normally get railroaded on that shit for whatever reason and then you know whatever now they're shortstop in the court and they just murder you out in the middle of the street and then you don't even get your day in court and the dead man can't tell no tale. So, oh, he bum rushed me. He had a gun. I thought he had a gun. You know, he looked like he was high on PCP. He was going to kill me, you know, and then <clears throat> none of the stuff be adding up. And that's the unfortunate part about it, but it's the police officer's word. It's this biased jury's word. It's these biased judges' word all kind of stuff. We got a situation going on in Jacksonville right now, and I, I need to circle back and get an update, where a guy who should have been a candidate for a judge exploited a loophole where a judge in a seat or in the seat he wanted to run for, however it worked out, a judge retired, and that triggered some kind of loophole to where a dude just basically got promoted to judge no election or nothing. There was a black lady attempting to run for the same seat. She went to the judge that ended up retiring abruptly for whatever reason. And like, hey, you know, are you retiring? Got a courtesy. It was like some kind of little lawyer thing that they do. And dude was like, no, nah, I'm not retiring. And then he backed her, you know what I'm saying? And let the white dude just take the seat. So they were fighting that out to try to make it go to a vote. But those are the kinds of things. So this guy that backdoored becoming a judge you think he gonna do right by people you know what i'm saying like he got the spot off of bullshit so why is this guy going to hear my case fairly and i feel like i'm gonna get a just outcome you know so it it is systemic in the fact that it like it starts at the top and it's everywhere you know 
is um, in the restaurants, in the banks. They don't think we belong. They don't think our bills are legit. They think our credit card is stolen. It's just, it's always some shit. And how do you get around that? I don't know. But I hope that we leverage this momentum that we have right now and turn it into something positive. If that's shopping with more black businesses, if that's shopping with more mom and pop shops, if that's more strategic alliances with uh, you know, people of other races and creeds that may be considered our allies, but we got to do something. We can't just sink back into the same thing. We out here holding up money like it's a phone and we dripped in Versace and all this shit. Fuck all of that. We need to do something that's sustainable and it's something that's going to drive us and our culture forward. If not for us, you know, for future generations, because I mean, for every step that we took forward, we've gone backwards, especially in these last handful of years. I'm a, um, I'm gonna say that this is a good thing. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a good thing because, um, I haven't seen anything like it. Like you said, Wood, I mean, we talked about, um, putting money in black banks and supporting black business. Um, uh, we, we've worn t-shirts. We've done hashtag. We've done a lot of, of stuff that, that should, that's symbolic in nature. And I don't think that's the language of America. Like, and I think, I mean, you've seen think pieces and all that type of bullshit, but America's built on, um, on dissent. And that's, and that's, that's our history. So when people started a dull roar last week and <clears> then <throat> became something stronger out and it spread outside of Minnesota and went throughout the country into all the major cities in the nation. Everyone's demonstrating across the world. Like they, they're demonstrating burning shit down in Paris. Mm-hmm. They going bad in, in, in London. This is a global thing. This is this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. This is <laughs> I mean, it's awesome so, to see. It's great. So what and I, what but is it's it? more it's more than that though. It's more than awesome and it's more than great to see. This is this is what you call a a, a good start. To because what? people, because things, because things are already kind of shifting. A good start to what? To change. I mean, I'm not, I, and, and, and the thing is, to changing what? I don't changing changing expectations. Like I don't think this is a situation where I'm not looking for acceptance. I'm not, I'm definitely not looking for a solution to racism. That is forever. So what are you looking for? I'm looking for acknowledgement. I'm looking for an understanding of a change in policy to make things a little bit more. Easy. You haven't. We haven't introduced any policies yet. You can't do that. You gotta burn shit down first. So you gotta burn you, shit down. So another few. So after you like, burn all that shit down, you're then gonna ask them to change the policy. Yeah. You ever seen a war? A war is not a protest. This ain't. This ain't. A, it's a little bit more than a protest. It's a little. It's not a war. Protest. A protest. A protest is a little bit simpler than. That. Like, I, I, I. I mean, this is great. Don't get me wrong. This is great. This, this is. I, I love to see the. Out, just, I, was, I, I, I love to see the outrage, just, but. But you, but you said it was something like it was like, it's like a, it's a moment in time. This we haven't seen nothing like this. We're the same age. I can't come. This this is the L.A. riots times thirty. I don't think it's you know the LA, I don't know if it's the L.A. riots times thirty. I think it's just the L.A. riots in multiple different locations. What was the result of the L.A. L.A. riots? I was about to say the L.A. riots really didn't change nothing in hindsight. I don't. Yeah, because I don't think it's, they were really it's a good. temporary change for a few minutes. And then everybody forgets about it. Like I said, everybody, you know, we go back, we get into the money, we we dripping and all whatever other shit we do, and um, nobody cares. I, I, I don't think that. I don't think that shit's gonna go back to the way it was. Just for the no. simple fact that 
the way that people are now viewing the police, right? And at first, you know, it was kind of like just black people just, you know, telling everybody, look, this is how the fuck the police have been doing this. But I think that a lot more people have opened their eyes to it. It's a lot more conversation going on. I think the white people that want to understand are starting to understand, like, what the fuck we've been, been on for so long. I mean, it's uh, it's the pressure. Uh, well, a couple things. A couple businesses have changed policies, want to help out. I think they everybody's realizing that, damn, white people have been fucking over niggas for a long time. And if you don't acknowledge that now, then you look like you're a fucked up individual. So yep. that's why you have all these fucking businesses now that are doing like Black Lives Matter. We understand, yeah, shit's been fucked up. Let me see if I can try to do this, blah, 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 blah. At least, like what Chef said, we're getting some acknowledgement. A line's I mean, being drawn. I mean, that ain't going to buy you a piece of gum at the, at the fucking corner store, but it's something, right? So also, I think that the fact that people are fighting back towards, actually physically fighting back towards police, that that's about to become a thing. I feel like it's been so many videos of people fighting and pushing the police. It's gotten to the point now where people are starting to shoot at the police. A couple of police officers got shot, I think, yesterday, day before yesterday. I think this is going to be a thing, whereas, I mean, something's, something's going to have to change because you can't have people not respecting the people that are supposed to be fucking uh, carrying out the law of the land. So it's some shit's going to have to happen. Yeah. Or it's just be... anarchy and, you know, disorder every fucking I think they're looking at the root cause. I mean, it's, 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 they need to change policies and procedures for police. Um, another thing that we don't, that's different between now and LA and any other riot or protest that's ever happened, they fucking up white folks shit. That makes a difference. Like, we never saw that before. Like, they be going, they were in Santa Monica whooping people's asses randomly. It was, um, they're, they're in the nice part of, of Manhattan fucking shit up. Like, it's not like a situation where you just fucking up your own shit like they were in L.A. or Watts or whatever. This is kind of everywhere, and more people are involved. And granted, I don't think everybody necessarily has necessarily has is aligned in terms of intentions. I think there's like some folks are just doing it because they're getting their little anarchy fantasies off. But I think there's for the most part people are trying to be heard. And like I said earlier, it's a compounding of a bunch of other shit. People lost their mind because of COVID. People don't lost their jobs because of COVID. So it's a combination of a bunch of stuff and everyone's kind of feeling the same sort of pressure and, and angst. And it, I think if you start sharing the same feelings, it makes a difference. I mean, no one's ever had to feel like it, but, no, but, but nobody's, but nobody's right. denying that. Nobody's denying that people are being hurt. Nobody's denying the fact that, you know, people are saying we're tired of this shit and we're fed up with this shit. But when you get to the change part, What's going to change? We haven't demanded any changes. I mean, no, changes have been demanded. What so are the changes? Where? What do you say? What, what's the change? Oh, you're, you're looking for something right now. No, changes have been demanded. You said it was already demanded, so yeah, I know NAACP's posted stuff. I know that um, they they in Atlanta they talked about um, bringing back the community control board, like just bringing in more oversight in cities for um, for policing. Um, that is community based. That's a huge part of it. Um, I know that. Uh, so Atlanta uh, has a black mayor, right? Uh-huh. So was the black mayor not receptive to community community engagement with the police before? Uh, before they, they, they got rid of that. They got rid of that committee, though. Okay. And the problem the problem is when all the lights are on, for the most part, and I mean, 
We've seen several examples, George Floyd being one, Amal Aubrey being one, where when the lights come on and everybody's watching, people normally tend to do the right thing. Now, like I said, those two instances, it didn't happen. So again, it'll be cool for a little while. Everybody will do the right thing. Okay, we get it. I mean, think about it. Like you got in trouble as a kid, you get an ass whipping, you start crying after the first or second hit, trying to make the shit stop. But no, we, you know, Right. You got to make a point. You know what I'm saying? So we're in that same phase. Like, it's the initial shock. Like, even the mayor in Jacksonville had a quote, we hear you, you know, please stop. No, you don't hear shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I know in Jacksonville, he's been under scrutiny a lot for a lot of things and how he deals with stuff. And um, <clears throat> actually, a FAMU student was shot by police. Um, and we've been asking for the body cam footage since that happened shit ain't been released you know what i'm saying and it's like okay we got all these body cams and shit but if the if the body cam ain't on if we don't get to see the footage what's the fucking point of it or you know we gotta wait six months and now people saying the video spliced and all kind of dumb shit like what's the point of it and at the end of the day i mean i mean we think that everybody's watching the same shit that we are uh dale and earl lee are not watching the same shit that we watching Dale and Earl Lee are watching Fox News and getting a totally different message than we are. And them the, them the people that are putting foots on necks, killing us and doing the bullshit. They don't give a fuck about what plans Chick-fil-A has and what Ben and Jerry said about this and that. Them the motherfuckers, they're the perpetrators. And they don't give a fuck about none of this shit. <clears throat> so really, there's no and change. And what's uh, funny... Damn, I hope I don't get in trouble. So there's a very well-known retail company big box store if you will electronics video games those kinds of that's why radio shack um, baby and so <laughs> they i got an email from them today and they're like oh you know i don't know i, I skimmed through it but basically it was from the ceo and we need to uh, evoke change and blah 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 we see what's going on and that's bullshit like i travel for different um to different customers for work I worked at this place and the fucking people tried to railroad me and it was solely because I was black. Like, all of us sat in the same room together. All of us did the same work. I was the only person that was black and for some reason my shit was always under the fucking microscope. Something I'm like, yeah. But now you're telling me that you're going to vote change when I come into your store as a consumer but your cor- corporate culture is all fucked up. And change and policy and culture starts at the top always so even in this instance ordinarily in a situation like this you would look to the president to calm things down to say something to do something to enact you know some kind of policy or do something to make something happen he's only fanning the fucking flames you know so it's like it starts at the top and until donald trump ain't about to do shit for us point blank period you know so we can pretty much forget about that. Um, so now you got the election coming up, or so we think. You know, are people going to come out and vote? Has this charged his base? Like Wood said, you know, the Fox News crew, they might come out in droves now because they they didn't got hyped up like, oh, no, we got to take our country back or whatever. Because that's the other thing, man. We post our uh, hashtags and all of that, Black Lives Matter, Blackout Tuesday, all that. These motherfuckers be way more organized than us without showing everybody they fucking hand. 
Like they did that shit in Charlottesville. They be showing up at all these random places. They MAGA hats and shit. And we don't be none the fucking wiser. Like I was driving through Jacksonville one day, and they had a full fucking Confederate rally um, on the far west side of town, like going out towards Tallahassee on Chafee Road. Confederate flags and shit all flying all across the highway, and I didn't get the memo about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we be out here like the fucking Keystone cops. <laughs> like, oh yeah, black your picture out, but don't use Black Lives Matter because that's pushing the information down. I mean, like, come on. You know, we, we just got to do better. We got to mobilize and make stuff happen and stop turning everything into a mockery. Then it's like people want to blackout picture shame and all. I mean, it just we, turns into a bunch of bullshit. We, and one thing about it, they be in fucking solidarity against our ass, period. We got to have we got to have a more concise agenda. I'm sorry, more precise agenda, because a, a lot of I don't know if we're getting to the woke offs on social media uh, in this conversation, but everybody was woke as fuck. I, I heard so many things about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X this past week. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like niggas said, well, that's I mean, niggas killed Malcolm because of this reason you know what I'm saying because he he wasn't telling them crackers this, that and the third. So the thing I hate about it is Malcolm was killed. Martin was killed. Um, the white man, Bobby, was killed. Uh, other members of the civil rights movement were also killed. But it wasn't because of the violence and the defiance. It was because of the organization. Them motherfuckers had a plan. You know what I'm saying? The FBI was to destroy and dismantle organizations, not just kill figureheads. We got away from the programs. You could, you could go. Brother Malcolm had a program. He had individual subcommittees doing X, Y, and Z on the streets, education, food, so on. Malcolm had the same thing, you know what I'm saying? That's what they were scared of. They wasn't scared of, oh, he got motherfuckers with guns. They wasn't scared of Martin Luther King, you know what I'm saying, marching with a thousand, thousands of people in the streets. They were because those people are going to follow those programs, but the organizations and the programs is what they were scared of. Right now, we don't have a fucking program. We don't even have whatever sex we're supposed to be following S-E-C-T-S, uh, not S-E-X, to follow, and they all have a similar program. Niggas is out here just doing shit randomly. You know what I'm saying? We got hashtags and shit, but what is our agenda? What do we want? What is our 10-step program for uplifting our people? We don't... We, happens, we actually have good yeah. ideas after, after Blackout Tuesday. Hopefully, we can get on the same page as some real concrete shit. You know, shit that can feasible shit like fucking body cameras always been on or whatever the fuck I saw an eight step program just, just shit like that that we can actually do um, quick question though since we talking about this have, have any of y'all niggas ever looted no. well, we know you haven't because you're on the soapbox so I looted one time I mean, I ain't never looted, but also with the caveat that I've never been presented I don't. I mean, I don't know what I would or would not do so so listen so, so listen man, so one family homecoming, um, like they had a police presence there just because it was family homecoming. So it was racist already off rip. And, you know, when like it's just a, a something in the air, nigga, you can feel it, nigga. <laughs> shit, nigga. So people were just in in that motherfucking uh, Governor Square Mall just chilling, you know what I'm saying? So homecoming, blah, 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 blah. So, man, I just so happened to be upstairs and I think a nigga threw a trash can over the side, but it made a big boom sound. So nigga saw somebody was shooting, and everybody just kept running. And I don't know if this really counts as loot. 
But like I was in either was that Parisians or Macy's? I don't even know if it was Parisian. They had Parisian in Barack fucking Obama. People would follow Barack. 
Barack Obama could yeah. be the next Martin Luther King, but and I'll just leave it at that. And that's that's what's so yeah. It was great for him to be the president, but that's what's so tragic on the second side because he could be so much more in history than just a two-term president based on yeah. the current situation of the African. You're you're right. You're absolutely right. And I, but the thing is, like I know, like for example, I ain't going I know niggas like fuck Jay Z. I don't know, but I appreciated Jay Z for for having a conversation with the governor of of Minnesota. Like he went, he had a long conversation with the governor of Minnesota. Basically said for all intents and purposes that he shifted his mind. I mean, I'm seeing the fact that the state of Minnesota is suing the Minneapolis police department. We've never seen no shit like that, man. Like, I mean. That's just an intermediate step, though. You got to carry that shit all the way. To the end. But I've like, never seen that, that. I've never, but, never seen that. Step but one that's on. the analogy that I gave. Like, okay, motherfuckers done pulled out the belt. You done got a couple lashes. Now you crying hysterically. I ain't even really got into my bag yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, we sued them or whatever. And that's what I'm saying. Between COVID and the election and this and that and the new normal, that should have get swept under the rug. And I mean, I live so fucking far away from Minnesota, like. That shit is not really going to be on my radar. You know what I'm saying? And then whatever happened to them, and then you'll Google that shit, and don't, don't nobody really know a motherfucker did six months in a halfway house. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. The shit be so, like, we probably all know somebody personally or a friend of a friend that's not being locked up and railroaded for much less. Yeah. Like, no cameras, no knees to the neck, no none of that shit, and just totally got railroaded. Here we are. Because before, it used to, oh, my word against theirs. Now we have video evidence, and this motherfucker got his hands in his pockets and the whole nine yards. He just kicking it. You know, it took several days to make something happen. That shit is we, ridiculous. We need to think- build more. So there's only one Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? There's only one Prince George's County, Maryland. There's only one, I don't know what the neighborhoods are in Detroit or whatever it is in Cali. We need more of those. We need more Rosewoods. We need more black Wall Streets so we can be comfortable in our own fucking neighborhood. If I, I guess it's being a segregationist, I wouldn't be in none of their fucking neighborhoods. I want our shit to be so fucking sweet and our shit is so fucking together. Bitch, I jog in my own fucking neighborhood. And I don't have to be somewhere where I know I'm at risk. We need to make our own neighborhood safer, build up our own neighborhoods, have jogging trails, bike trails, all of that shit in our own neighborhoods. Stop asking for bullshit. We need that same shit that they got. We need to have on our end. And yes, it may be separate but equal, but it's the best thing that we got, and it'll work. We need to improve our own condition. These motherfuckers is not going to give us shit. Ain't nobody ever, y'all got, everybody that listens to this podcast has a job. Has a white man ever come out of his office and say, you know what, you've done a great job. I'm just going to give you some money. It seldom happens. There might be a couple people, but nobody's ever gave me no money, no matter how great of a job I did. I had to ask for money. I had to show that I was worth money or get my own fucking money, go get another job and say, bitch, I got another job that's going to pay me this. What you going to give me? It's the same shit. We got to improve our own fucking condition. The the t-shirt says it all. We are who we've been waiting for. We got to put energy into that shit. Fuck what they going to give us because they're not going to give it to us. And we're not going to take it from them. We got guns. We ain't got that many. But we can go build our own communities up and we can make our own condition better for living so we don't have to be in their shit and get shot and beat up. No, but that's what we like. Oh, we too good for our shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all. Y'all broke motherfuckers. Y'all this, y'all that. Because that's the thing. Like, we we would rather shame each other. We don't really have that sense of community for whatever reason. It's either keeping up with it's going to for whatever reason. Huh? Man, y'all negative as fuck, boy. I'm not negative. I'm, t- I'm talking about what I see, man. I'm talking about what I see. We look down on each other. Like, 
yesterday. next door, next door to my grandma's house, it's a, a a facility of some sort. And I let me back up. Next door to my grandma's house, it's a house that they've turned into like some kind of facility for like mental health patients. So <clears throat> I was at my grandma's house this particular day, and somebody was like outside going back and forth with one of the workers like the worker was trying to tell him to do something like no i don't want to do that whatever and you could tell that the patient was very agitated so i went in the house and went on about my business or whatever when i came out it was um there were two cops outside talking or whatever and they were both african-american so i'm hearing the lady telling a story that i knew not to be true because i sat there and watched the whole thing so when she went back inside or whatever, I pulled up on the cops because I was leaving. So I pulled up on the side of their car and I let my window down. I was like, hey, you know, that didn't really go down like that. Mainly because I felt bad for this person who I know is a mental patient and can't accurately communicate their thoughts and or what actually happened. So I'm like, I'm going to speak on their behalf because this shit is not right. And them motherfuckers looked at me like, who the fuck are you and who are you supposed to be talking to us? You know what I'm saying? And when I could tell that was their attitude, and they was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, man. I just let my window up and went on about my business. Now, that person I don't believe was arrested or anything, but that's how the shit starts. You know what I'm saying? This person ends up in the back of a police car when they shouldn't have been there anyway because somebody then lied on them or whatever the case might be. And then these police brutalize them or whatever. But that's what we're talking about, community policing. But these cops looking at me like I don't have no business talking to them. Yeah. We all black. We all, you know, supposed to be on the same playing field or whatever. But, I mean, that shit just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, where is the community policing? And we talk about that a lot. Um, <clears throat> black brothers, when we was talking about bringing back the luau, he said it was very important to have cops that look like us because somebody riding down the strip blasting their music ain't gonna bother a black person the same way it might bother a white person. Used to that kind of stuff, and I never thought about that. I never heard that before, but it makes. But then you got people like that, you know, feel like they better be doing some shit they don't have no business doing it because that's a whole other story for another day. Like the the fucking place is not even supposed to be there because that's zoned for residential. But the city councilman, a black dude, ended up on fed charges because he wasn't doing what the fuck he was. You know what I'm but saying? I agree. And the thing is, I might. It takes more than just local politicians or representatives, because most of our representatives don't be looking out for us. They look once they get the job, they get the opportunity to get money from special interest. Um, they get in cahoots with fuck niggas, and they and they kind of forget about the people they're supposed to represent. And then we also just vote for the same people because, man, they're like, that's my friend. She came to church, my church the other day, and I'm going to vote for her again. And that's what happens. It happens every time. The difference between having that set up, which is pretty typical for all of us in our respective cities, is if there's a community control board that consists of members of that people of that city, that's a, a different type of control that's more representative of, the, representative of the people that live in that community. And a lot of the demands... They're very consistent among different groups can include that because they need to have some sort of face of the people to put pressure on the local officers to make sure they stay in line. And that's 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 the biggest ask that's happening right now. There is value in that. And it's something that that's missing. Um, community policing is a huge thing, but it's not as simple because, like we said, I think we said in the last what said in the last episode, not enough people want to be cops. So that is the reality of the situation. 
but you do need to have some sort of controls in place to, to protect the because this, here's the thing i agree with you Wood. like we, we should stay in our own areas keep to ourselves and have and build but you know what they put police officers in black community this just in a um dis, a proportionately amount um, amount I, I, disproportionately. you know what i mean thank you it'd be way more cops in black areas fucking with us than there should be people and just living I mean, their lives you said it though. That's the thing. Fucking with us, it'd be a lot of stuff that have that could slide and doesn't. It doesn't rise to the level of an arrest or anything. Like if you pull me over for speeding, where I'm coming from and where I'm going don't have nothing to do with that. I was speeding, so ring me up, give me a ticket or give me a warrant. Whatever you gonna do, do that. But where I'm coming from, where I'm going, who car this is, how I bought it, all if all that shit check out and this tag don't say stolen or whatever. Don't ask me none of that shit. They they do that. Like a couple of years ago, um, this dude I got pulled over, and I'm literally as he hits the lights, I'm like, what could he be pulling me over for? Because there had been a shooting in the area a couple of days before, so I fully expected the cops to be around. So I'm making sure I'm on my piece. And um, he's like, oh, your tag light is out now. Up to that point, I had never heard of a tag light. So um, I'm like, tag light. He's like, yeah, I'll show it to you. Get out. I was like, mm, I'm no, straight. I'd rather not. Um, is the vehicle safe to drive? If not, I'll park it and I'll have somebody to come pick me up. Oh, no, it's not a big deal. Just go ahead and get out. I'll show it to you. And I'm like, nah, it's straight. For him to say, I tried to bum rush him or I was stumbling. Where you been? Have you been drinking? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, when I told him no the first time, then that's when he says, okay, well, you need to, you know, park your car and have somebody come pick you up or whatever. But you keep egging the shit on, egging the shit on. So because I've dealt with that numerous times in the past, I'm going to be cool. Yes, sir. No, sir. Okay. No, thank you, sir. Rather not. Okay. Do I need to call somebody to pick me up? Whatever. And then eventually after 10 minutes of that, he left me alone. But some people are like, man, goddamn, I ain't do shit. What the, you know what I'm saying? And the shit escalates or yeah. maybe somebody has a prior conviction and they want to bother them about that. I mean, we just have so many other dynamics. And that's not community. You told me the light is out. You said it's safe. You checked out my registration. You checked out my license. I ain't got no warrants or nothing. I should be on my way. Right. Get the fuck like, out. All these additional questions, where you coming at and where you live and all that shit is on my license. Look at that. If you got, I mean, if you must know, but... I mean, shit is dumb. And then they they, they, they try to get you on that shit, too. Like, you don't belong in the circuit. Who gives a fuck where I live? I got a car, and I drove over here today. Like, that shit is dumb. I'm just saying, like, do you take any responsibility driving the drug dealer? <laughs> it don't have nothing to do with it. My tag, my When I used to drive a 4Runner, I got stopped quite a bit because 4Runners in Florida our dope boy cars, so I used to have issues. I ain't gonna, Shit, tell, I didn't the, know that. I ain't gonna tell the people what type of dope the drug dealers used to push forerunners. Like it wasn't like I didn't have a sweet new one. I had an old one, so that's what they. I mean, even the um, I ain't gonna call it homies, but yeah, niggas wanted to buy that shit. I'm about to buy. What else we got on the docket? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question. So have y'all have y'all been seeing these uh, videos where it looks like people are dropping bricks during protests? Seen this? Do you believe it? I've seen that. Um, maybe there's some truth to some of them. There was one where people were selling out about it, like, oh, that's fucked up, blah, 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 blah. And then somebody chimed in and they was like, I work on that street that's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. A lot of the shit, this information in Photoshop, unfortunately, I'm sure people have. At the end of the day, who, the end of the day who fucking cares? 
it's all it's doing is reinforcing what we already know. There are people that hate you and want to see you fucked up. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're marching for. That's what we're marching for in the first place. So who gives a fuck? Yeah, fair. So question. So we we've been talking about our point of view. So we saw the government's response. I'm, I'm referring to the federal government. I know Donald Trump. Uh, Bunker bitch. Tear gas. He tear gas. Tear gas. The protesters and went to a church and held up a Bible upside down. Did that. Um, he, he said that we're gonna um, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Um, didn't get a good response. I think people doubled down in terms of their response. Um, and then today, his former defense secretary, um, James Matus, um, came out and had pretty strong comments against against him. Um, current secretary of defense. Um, kind of distanced himself from the whole photo op they had at the church, saying I wasn't fucking with that, um, and he's not gonna. Um, what was it? Was it insurrection? Yeah, yeah the insurrection. insurrection. He didn't want to. He, he wasn't gonna um, call that out. Um, he doesn't believe that the army fighting Americans. So it seems like the response from the government's pretty. I know what you are. But who's gonna do something about it? That's the main thing. Okay, so y'all call him out. Y'all not fucking with him. But how does that translate <clears throat> to the ballot box or? Whatever. We had this motherfucker dead to rights with the impeachment. They let him off the hook. So, I mean, don't be motherfucking outraged now. Like, that's that's the crazy part about this. And that's why I have a hard time buying into and believing a lot of this dumb shit people are saying. This shit is not a surprise. Like, we've been barreling towards this outcome for some fucking time now. So why now, all of a sudden, is everybody surprised? Like, man, all this old denouncing and this and that. Fuck all of that. What are you, what are you going to do? Like, that's cool. You might just call it out on CNN just to clear yourself. So don't nobody come burn up your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's a suspect right now as far as I'm Especially all of them have been working with a fucking problem. It ain't like you script all of them. The, that's true. But, okay. the, the establishment will always protect it. You cannot expect to fight a machine and expect the machine to not fight back. We we just talked about this for the past 45 minutes. We talked about the great things that we're doing. We're tearing shit up. We're burning shit down. You cannot expect to do that against the machine, the machine not fight back. It doesn't matter about what's illegal. It doesn't matter about what's ethical. It doesn't matter about what you think is right, what you read in the storybook, or what you think should go on. The machine will defend itself. Period. I I agree with that. But I, again, I will say I've never seen people speak against a current president that worked for him. So it's I it's well, it's, it's it's wing. It doesn't yeah, feel like novelty to me. It feels like something that well that because people, the. You gotta understand these people are career politicians and career Washingtonians. Like the 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 sec def wants to eventually go be something else. He eventually wants to go be a consultant for Lockheed Martin and General Dynamics or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? This is his career, so he doesn't want to say shit as the sec def, and it's all of a sudden I can't get a job in Washington anymore because I sicked army troops on on civilians. Like. Some of these people are just here to make money. You know what I'm saying? They're not here for the bullshit that he's on. And Trump is signing these people up for a lot of bullshit. That's why a lot of people jumped off the ship. Because Trump is signing these people up for a lot of shit they didn't sign up for. He's going to go back and be a fake billionaire or whatever the fuck it is. But these people, if they do bullshit, they're not going to be able to get a job in Washington because they're just going to be too toxic. You can't sick troops on the American people. That's just, that's just unheard of un- unless there's circumstances akin to like the civil war or some shit like right now we're nowhere near even the property that's been destroyed it's not even it's not even that significant where you need to like call the army in. it's not that significant and that's the thing like all of this shit is all tied together like most of these places have insurance 
or the same fucking companies that we've been paying premiums to every year that counsels your ass if you finally make a claim after been paying their ass 10 or 15 years. I, all this, all this shit is connected, man. Like, they're all in cahoots together. That's why it's like, you can't really believe shit that none of them say. Because like Wood said, they've been going along to get along the whole time. Now, this week, all of a sudden, it's a problem. Louis Vuitton gonna raise the prices of all that shit. Y'all gonna pay it. They gonna get all that money back. <laughs> That's what's yep. beautiful about it. They gonna get yep. all that money back. Gotta get that drip. They gonna get all that money back. What five thousand said, like what we what we value. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully the pandemic mixed with this racism shit will change some minds and some hearts about what's really in live. But y'all made it, so y'all made a good point talking about the rappers going back to Louis Vuitton store. So, cancellations. Niggas been canceling folks. I know Wood, that we talked about cancel culture last week, and you were not for it. Uh, and you were fake. Sure. And, you, and you were fake not for it. For it. No, no, no. Ooh. Like I said, I'm for it. Oh, you were. Okay. Me, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm for it based on conditions. Oh, you fuck all not, that. You fuck with all that auntie shit. You fuck with cancer. I do too. Uh, it's not auntie it. shit. It's auntie it's shit. It depends on the, like, like for example, okay, two two recent examples. Trina and Tokyo Jets. Tokyo Jets is a rapper. Trina, a rapper. They both from Florida. Tokyo Jets said she gonna she was choking some nigga ass. So I'm gonna choke you out like I'm a George Floyd Joe ass or something like that. Now I call that a gaffe. It wasn't appropriate to say. It wasn't. A smart thing to say, and she fucked up. I don't think you should destroy the young lady. Cancel. We need a cancel. Blade. So first off, Tokyo Jets could do no wrong in my eyes. Just so you know, I'm not even gonna say that part. I'm and I'm, but what I'm gonna say is, I consider that just a single fuck up, and everyone fucks up. Like no one's perfect. Now Trina, on the other hand, Trina, a grown ass woman, and talked about called um, niggas looting and and rioting animals, and said we need to shut down Miami at six o'clock so these animals aren't loose in the streets and trick daddy was like nah like are you sure that's what you want to say and she's like yes i mean this that, that's not that's not worth canceling either that's like another gap what, 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 no it's not a gap if you double down <laughs> like but why do people associate money with smart like i don't understand that like who said she was smart but that's what i'm saying like these trina ain't the sharpest tool in the shed tokyo jets not neither Kaya, Lord Jesus, bless her heart. You know what I'm saying? What Kaya do? Kaya did something? No, Kaya's just Kaya. So no, why Kaya, do... Kaya been beefing with Trina for a while. So why do we expect these eloquent arguments and and wise, like wise ovations to come from Tokyo Jets and Trina? When they say dumb shit, I expect them to say dumb shit. Like, I don't understand. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, your tone of voice make they shit sound so stupid. <laughs> Tokyo Jets and Trina. <laughs> but that's the thing. We put so much fucking stock into celebrities. I've been saying that since we started. Like, niggas literally say, hey, man, what T.I. got to say? T.I.? Now, that, now. Motherfucker, for what? Now, T.I. shouldn't have been talking uh, to no motherfucking Y'all act like I didn't hear I'm serious, nigga. Like, come on. Like these motherfuckers will, will these motherfuckers will march Ti up in front of a podium with a mic and let him give the state of Black affairs. He's just they said Keisha called Ti first and Killer Michael just at the crib posted. He's like, "Hey man, you gonna go? You gonna go to see all?" Shit got to stop, man. Shit got to stop. Killer Mike no, but, is the real activist, though, ain't it? No, but, Killer Mike did a great job. He had a great passionate speech about shit. He held it down. But Ti said, "Like this Wakanda nigga." I'm like, "Don't call people." Oh, he, he said he said that this was kind of oh, nigga. No, no. I think he said, oh. First of all, 
That's what I'm saying. You can't just. <laughs> you part of the problem. <laughs> I'm not saying you gotta tell it right, man. But he did he did mention Wakanda though. But he doubled down on the nigga. He was like, he said this Wakanda nigga. You and can't be calling me like that. Like he really ain't hurt. Like it's hundred percent. But that shit is stupid as fuck because there's a white man somewhere in the living room, like, hey Earl, what's Wakanda? Uh, it's some fictional TV show on a Marvel uh hero movie. Like that's dumb as shit. I get it. We get it, cause we fuck with Wakanda. But to somebody who's not us, that's the stupidest shit I ever heard. These niggas talk about comic book fictional kingdoms. Yeah, I mean, he but, was, he was but tripping, that's a, I think but, but look at that. Look at the irony in this. We put all our stock into celebrities, and then the celebrity puts his stock into a fictional plan. Like, <laughs> hey, God damn. Who's driving this shit? Like, who's driving the bus, is, nigga? Is this your king? Basically. <laughs> Speaking of people who we put our faith in, fucking Bruce. Well, well, he wasn't my guy. Drew, Drew is who Drew has always been. Somebody I don't know why had a raisin canes cup. Somebody ate chicken fingers with him tonight. Literally. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Drew is not in danger. Like, Drew is... I don't know. You, I think, you think New Orleans fucking with Drew? New, what did you say? Wait, no, that's a good question for Jay. Jay Joe, is, New Orleans, is New Orleans fucking with Drew? Right now? The shit he said? Yeah, like, what's, what's the, the, the... Is he in danger? Is Drew Brees in danger? I mean, they well, ain't no, I don't think challenge, but they don't fuck with them. No, niggas already calling for Jameis now, and that's sad as fuck. But I don't <laughs> Chicken George, y'all, y'all ready for Chicken George over what Drew Brees said? Huh? Hey man, you racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah, Chicken George. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga ain't done shit with chicken, George. Did he say like Joe's Crab Shack or something? But Chicken George. I just, I just can't imagine that nigga. That, that so Michael Thomas. Hold on, can I pull over real quick if I promise? Go ahead. We had a family reunion several years ago. I think I was in I was it was the year after my sixth grade year and everybody was coming into the banquet. We were supposed to have on African Italian <laughs> have on African Italian. And uh one of my cousins husband had on uh whatever he had on. I don't even remember what he had on, but I just remember watching the video like in subsequent years and like the dude that was checking everybody in. Uh, he was like, boy, you looking good, so and so and so. And then dude walked out. He was like, boy, you look like Chicken George. <laughs> that was, so that was the second Chicken George reference I heard. Well, we're in Kente Clawfuls. So, anyway. J.J. Drew Brees. Oh, so yeah, man. Losing, losing the locker room, man. I just, just don't have any faith for the Saints in these empty football games. I, you know what I'm saying? I think the nigga, the nigga's going to. I think majority of the O-line is white. Um, but I'm just saying, I feel like a nigga might just let Drew Brees get hit, dog, and move on, move on to greener passes because right now this is like a PR nightmare. And that's it, losing the locker room, man. That's what happened to uh, uh, Vince Young in Tennessee. The nigga threw a whole fucking hissy fit and like stormed off and was driving around with a pistol in the car. And then you try to lead a whole group of motherfuckers. I don't know. I think I, I, th- I think that's a little. I think that seems a little different. Like this nigga want to kill himself. It's not the same. This nigga wants to kill himself first. However you lose it, whether you had a five or a ten, you lost it. The thing about it is, so go ahead. No, because what I about to say ain't really gonna do. I about to say I think James is gonna be straight with Sean. I I fuck with James. I I don't, but I do. I think with Jesus Christ as his head coach, James Winston. James Winston. God, that's fucked up. But I mean, in terms of like, okay, like I said, people drawing lines in the sand, like. And it looks bad. Like you saw, like I heard, I saw the story about like the Knicks saying we don't give a fuck what James don't say. I don't care. Uh-huh. Like, like we ain't finna do shit. 
And the thing is, I kind of respected it because it seemed like it was honest. But the thing is, the people that work with them don't fuck with. Like they're they're they have an internal meetings. They talking about leaving and, and and fucking shit up. I mean, so I mean, there there is a consequence to not having a positive stance. Like you see all these companies, albeit some of them posting phony shit, um, but they're all posting statement about their stance on this and what they how they feel and the, and the changes they'll make. And some folks I, they may make change. Some folks don't. I mean, I know I've been on LinkedIn all day um, responding to CEOs who post all their little shits because I'm like, some of y'all are full of shit and some of y'all ain't. How so, many of them have said that they're going to have at least 35% African-American? Uh... None of them. I, mean, so, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about a statement. Statements are... Exactly. I mean, I think there's a PR I, motherfucker whose job is to make a fucking statement. You know what I'm saying? But I think the it's on the onus of the people. Like, for example, okay, I, I wrote like the CEO of Advent Health, which is like a huge hospital system. Uh, here in Florida, um, he posted some shit about, you know, acting like he just learned about racism yesterday. Like, man, racism is, racism is real. And I'm like, like that was the first sentence. I'm like, or the second sentence. I'm like, okay, yeah, of course it's real. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, he said stuff about, like, all the things they want to do and post all these platitudes. From my personal experience, however, with that hospital system, for one, a doctor threatened my wife basically when she was pregnant. I think he walked into the room and thought I was asleep. I was like kind of laying, laid out on the couch. And he was like, he said, pretty much, if you don't hurry up and go into labor, I'm going to perform a C-section on you. Not knowing I was asleep. Nigga woke up or got up and immediately cussed him out and said, if you come back into this room, I'm going to call the police on you. And he never came back. So, I mean, because think about it. Black women are have a higher mortality rate in childbirth than most third world countries. So to threaten someone to have a C-section, which is major surgery and, can, and very dangerous in nature, is a threat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that happened. Um, when my father was dying, they said, um, I was like maybe five days prior, like earlier that week, I was like, um, so what y'all gonna do? And the doctor's like, um, we're not gonna do nothing um, because just if we do this procedure, which was a, a, a simple stent procedure, they just need to open up an artery, basically. They said, if they do this, it's not like he's going to be taking walks around the neighborhood or nothing and getting better. And I was like, what? That's really all stance? Like, we had a board approve it. I'm like, so basically you're saying, based on your prejudice, we're not going to do anything. We know that healthcare and black folks are, are it's, just the other, it's just the other place where we're, we're getting killed. We're getting killed by police and we're getting killed by hospitals. So... If I, I went to the CEO, I, I respond, I made a response and um, I, I was very vehement in terms of like, this means nothing until you, you actually have policy. I also have friends that work at the place, work at the same hospital and understand it's the same issues are in place and understand that they defund African-American communities, but now they feel empowered to speak up because they work there. The thing is, and this is applicable to all the situations. If you're in a place, you can't just be comfortable with your job and not say shit. You have to keep people accountable, even starting at your at your workplace. We all have jobs and we all are, are underrepresented. So it's on it's on you to make those type of have a voice. I know for me, I look out to try to find I mean, my company is owned by the richest black man in the world. But even still, I, I'm, I look out for people to make when they're recruiting folks I, I look out for folks that went to fam you know what i'm saying like we have to do things internally first like i think everything starts with the individual i'm not looking for a leader to fix shit like i think a lot of individual actions can be done we're all brilliant people and we work for good companies and we, we can start keeping folks accountable because we work really hard and we're really good at what we do so our voice matters
and I'm also very optimistic. So going back to, uh, I guess, companies speaking up and shit like that. So <clears throat> we've been through this before, and you know, different athletes and motherfuckers, and of course they they're athletes, but still. If you're not with the movement, you could just not say shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just chill. You don't have to, like, yeah, Drew Brees is going Drew Brees. Fuck. All right. He, that nigga is what he is. But niggas like Dez Bryant that has to pose fucking in the middle of this uh, racial tension. A few, whatever, a few white, bad white folks aren't going to make me forget about all the awesome white people that I know. Like, that's cool. You could. That's what's up. But like that comment isn't helping anything, and that's why motherfuckers around there fucking getting drug and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. When there's racial tension, you shouldn't jump up and be like, "Oh, I know some good white folks." It's just not the time to, to fucking do it. We all know good white folks, but like right now, it's not the time. And like let's 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 shine a light on them. Nah, it's just like we just taking care of ourselves right now so that happened i'm just saying stuff that kind of I, I remember seeing uh so in new orleans they have these big uh parade crews whatever and the ceo or president of the this white lady and she posted this picture of like and y'all might have seen it like the black girl holding the little white uh, little black girl holding a little white girl it's like all lives matter or some shit like that and we all know what all lives matter mean when you're posting it when black lives matter is going down you know what i'm saying so she, it was like one of those posts and deletes but like i think maybe 20 percent of their riding crew which is like a huge riding crew parade uh black women and they were like fucking pissed off and as they should be and it's just one of those things like she could have just not said anything or does the pr stunt even if that's not how you feel just put Black Lives Matter, but I mean, she's an avid Trump supporter and all type of shit. After y'all wouldn't get in trouble, man, if y'all just keep your fucking mouth shut. How about that? Yep. Bitch wouldn't get caught up ain't open his mouth. <laughs> okay, so what are any other thoughts about any of the think I went through all the shit that you Burn it down. You don't have to say shit just to sound smart. You don't have to say shit, period. Yeah, you don't, like, just like the white people don't have to say shit, the black people don't have to say shit. Either. That's, that's what I see a lot of. Somebody says something. Oh, uh, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And somebody is a contrarian and comes back and says something different based on something that's probably stupid. And then somebody else says something else. Well, this is why I think that we should do this. And it just muddies the waters and nobody knows which direction we're supposed to go in. I've heard, fuck Malcolm X, fuck Martin Luther King, fuck Barack Obama, fuck the United States, fuck France. Like, I don't know. I don't know where we're at at this point in time. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is pointing at everything saying that this is trash. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's all, it's all hot takes. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of hot takes, man. But you, if you don't have anything to say, or what you have to say is the same as what everybody else saying, and you can't be happy to that, you can't be happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Then don't say anything. You don't have to say something. I know you people want an IG live and Facebook, Facebooks and tweet tweeters and all of that. You don't have to say shit at all. You can just listen. When I think what's the saying? When people are saying the most is when you should be quiet. When people are quiet is when you should say the most. That's take that advice. Solid. Um, like I said, I think the big thing is we start our individual actions and and ask for the change that you're looking for. 
and take care of your families and and and, and do what you have to do for yourself as well i think all that shit still matters speaking of that um there is still a coronavirus going on and the numbers have skyrocketed i ain't gone nowhere though uh, i mean that shit was bound to happen and especially now with all the protests and stuff like there's absolutely going to be a spike. I think there was probably going to be a spike anyway, just based on reopening too early. But now I think they're going to shift the focus and the blame over to protest for the second wave. That's what I'm thinking about to happen. Blame Memorial Day. The second wave. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. But, but 5,000 right, though. They are going to blame the protest because it's easier to blame the motherfuckers who wanted to kick it. Yeah, and I mean they—they've already been frowning on the protesters, so it just—it makes sense. That shit done already jumped though. Um, it's cheek clapping season, so. All right then, shit. Um, well, I mean, we let's let's let's. So, um, who all in the room? How many people in the room still? I ain't really checked it. We got a hot hot eighteen right now. Oh, okay. Well, if any eighteen hundred people. Well, if any eighteen hundred y'all um want to <laughs> post a question, go ahead. Um, we're gonna go into our insecure recap because if anybody else watched insecure, spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. I watched it, man. I watched it. Okay, so what y'all think? Wait, wait, wait. Just so we're clear, like, what was the last episode? What happened in the last episode? Quick. Which um, they they, they, went, they went full on fucking and showed a little. Hold oh, on, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, why do you go straight to that part? Like, <laughs> start off the episode at the beginning. Like I said, oh, she met uh, what's your boy's name? Lawrence, Lawrence at at the bar. Yeah. Like you could like yeah. go yeah. down, not straight to the meat and potatoes. I don't even know if we said spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched Insecure, I, I said spoiler alert like four times. Right so okay. but go ahead. So yeah, that's when they went on the date. Lawrence went on the date. Very long. Yeah. So damn, hey man, people are getting the fuck out of here. People have not watched the latest Insecure <laughs> episode. Just deuces, deuces everywhere. Oh, right. deuces. <laughs> um. Oh shit! I thought it was a really good episode, man. Uh, people really left. Oh, people do not want to hear us talk about insecure. They do no, not no. want to hear the spoilers. Listen, we have to because it was such a good episode. mandatory alcohol. No, man, I like the episode, man. I like. Uh, I feel like it was real, man. Like it showed your boy Lawrence asking questions that most niggas want to ask when you know they find out they old lady or chick they mess with with another nigga, you know what I'm saying? It fucks with your ego. We all, you know, we all talk about ego on this podcast. So it looks like he had some time to think and we kind of molded over and probably did the pro and con of fucking with Issa again. So, I mean, and it looks like he was like, damn, if, if it wasn't for that one thing, which I was a part of the problem, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I would still be with her. So I think he checked his ego at the door, which is really hard for men to do. Uh, the the dinner scene, like when uh, they said he asked why she did it, blah blah blah, and then you know she she gave her her side of the, you know I just I like like feeling wanted, you know, like coming home to you was depressing and shit like that. You know that's hard for a nigga to hear. You know what I'm saying? But they were like like we just gonna keep it real, so. Those keep it real sessions, man. They're they're real good, especially if it's with an ex. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, because they're gonna be you know raw and uncut. But it was also good to see the I don't know. It's not. It wasn't even a sexual tension. You just knew that like they had like a vibe. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, and just together they were happier than being apart. So, I don't know. I just like that it was good dialogue, good whatever tension it was. It wasn't sexual tension, but just kind of that, you know, if anybody's ever hung out with their ex after a couple of years, man, that shit, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what that shit feels like, man. It's like, damn, you know, what if type shit. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, man. We kick it, ugh, you know. But like, what happened? Type shit. Is it worth trying to revisit? There's just a whole lot of dynamics going on. I, I think was this the same episode where they was on vacation? No, that was the episode before. Oh, okay, I won't, I won't talk about that. There's a scene. There's a scene in that episode. That I won't go talk ahead. Say about it though. We didn't talk about it. <clears throat> the the part where so I guess they had an agreement that they were both gonna bring something like hot, hot and spicy on the trip. Mm-hmm. Right. And like her shit was not very hot and spicy, but his shit was like all the toys and shit. Yeah. I felt that scene. I felt that. <laughs> but she's not she was she's not hot and spicy though. Exactly. I felt that scene. Oh. I'm like, oh well, shit. Cause niggas be jumping to conclusions. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas be like, Oh, bitch, you bring hot and spicy? All right, like, I brought a friend with me. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And the girl was like, mm, but I knew what I had in mind. I felt that scene. Motherfuckers probably need to do a spice shake before y'all do that shit. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because you might be fucking Spice Adams and other motherfuckers. <laughs> right. You got to know your level of kink spice. and your and your significant other's level of kink as well. But to J. Joe's point, um, I thought it was also real. I thought it was also a good look at. So Lawrence is kind of juggling. Lawrence has multiple hoes at this point in time. You know what I'm saying? He's got his ex and he's got Condoleezza or whatever the fuck I name him. But he was in a situation where he could have got with his ex or he could have got with Condoleezza, but it wasn't like he was being a scumbag. Most chicks would be like, oh, this nigga is a scumbag. He got hoes. He got like he got this bitch on the phone. Da, da, da. But it wasn't like that. It showed a nigga's thought processes a little bit, how he was conflicted. Like, I mean, I could go with this one, but I could go with that one. Heart and dick may not be in the same place at the same time, but this is like decisions that niggas make all the time, and it doesn't make them scumbags like, oh, this nigga just fucking hoes. Lars really had to make a judgment call on who he was gonna fuck with. Right. And as a person. As a person. Like, as a person. Like, yeah. Right. No. Right. And like a lot of you know what I'm saying most niggas have probably been in that situation where it's like, damn, it might be somebody who you're already with and then somebody new or somebody new you're with and then somebody old comes back and it's just like I'm not trying to be any type of like player, like I fuck with you, but this happened, and then I fuck with you, and this happened. So I saw on some thread or whatever, it's not like I go to insecureconfessions.com or nothing, but I just saw it. It's okay okay if you do. But I don't. But if I did, I'd tell you. Um, So the question was, what do you think Condola wanted? Or Condola, whatever her name she was calling. What do you think, Chef? So I think they both wanted the same thing. I I think she just wanted to fuck. The thing, so here's my, I guess. That's confusing. So rewind. So say it again. I think, I think, I feel bad for Lawrence because I feel like he got played. Mm. I'm going to finish it and I'm going to disagree. Go ahead. Okay, cool. I will tell you why. So here's the thing. Uh, They did, they had, they did, they did a little bit of imagery in this episode. Like they shot it like really well. There was a scene where they were about um, to talk about i know exactly what scene you're about to talk about too go ahead let me see if i let me see if i got it okay you might have it so when they they had the little art fair there's this part where they're looking at each other on on uh what's the call it side on 
on Lawrence's side, he was red. Boy. And on Lisa's side, it was blue. Because he was hot and she was cold. So that's how, so when, and I didn't get it at first. I was just like, oh, that looks, man, it looks nice. But what happened was. Was you high? Was you, so, were you high? I was high as fuck. Okay. So right. Condola texted him, texted him constantly that night. And Issa knew about it. She noticed that nigga kept on hitting her up. And then, and she kept on asking about it. And then when he saw that she was leaving, he thought she was leaving her and then came back. And he was like, oh, no, this shit about to crack off. Her intention from that point on was to fuck that nigga in a way to, in a way. Remember when Condola fucked, fucked the old boy when he found out about Issa? He was doing the yeah, she did. No. So, no, I remember, but I just want to get into my... Discussion. No, no, wait, wait, wait. So let me finish. So that's, so that's what happened. Because at the end of the day, when they woke up from them sweet, sweet raw beats, like, what happened was she felt like a different woman. She's like, all right, I'm out. You can hear all that, that music at the end? The music at the end tells a story. All right. The way you see shit is... You can say whatever. <laughs> how I see shit. Moving right along. This shit, right. So, first off... Issa didn't think that that nigga wanted anything to do with her romantically, right? Mm. She, on the whole, like, man, this nigga cut me off. He moved on. I fucked over this nigga. This nigga's on his shit. Ain't no way he's gonna want to fuck with me. So she was really going out there on some, like, I really got shit to do. It's my ex some, on some cool shit. Like, he, like, you know what I'm saying? He flipped the switch, right? Like I said, he was hot. Um, but I think sex was, and I think that's why I like, I think sex was the least important thing in the episode. Like, they had sex, but it was something like, again, you know, it could be the drink. It must be this fucking alcohol. Um, but it was more than that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, <laughs> their souls connected, I guess. Uh, yeah, like, all this crystal shit now, boy. Here we go. Here we go. I don't feel uh, no soul connection. It, it wasn't soul connection, but... But she, I fuck with Issa, right? Where most women would have on some like pride shit. All right, cool, blah 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 shit. Um, would have just left. But the fact that she was like, "I'm not ready to leave," is the cult. Like I was like, "Oh, okay, that's some cold ass shit. That's that's cool that shit." Because most women would just be like, "All right, you know, go ahead or whatever." But like. She made that decision that she knew what she wanted, and it wasn't dick, nigga. It was like that nigga, like love, like you know, like connection. Awesome, you make me happy, shit. And they realized, like, god damn, like when we together, this shit is way better than when we're apart. And I think that they both realized that shit that night, and that's why I just kept the shit going. But I still want to know what you thought. Fucking Condola wanted. She called, and I don't think she was making a dick appointment. They fucking broke up because. A, I mean, they broke up because to him, to him, he she was like something he was working towards, and to her, he was just a good time. So I don't think she was like calling like, "Hey, I'm drunk, can you come drop that dick off?" Because she knows he was more emotionally invested than she was. But she, someone posted in the in the live that he was calling to tell me she's pregnant. Oh, I, I heard that too. Oh. I didn't think yeah, of that. The nigga raw beats. I mean, you know, he don't like a condom now. He ain't met a condom he fuck with. I get it. But, um, yeah. That was a good deep dive. Pause. All right, cool. So, so are, are there any questions? Oh, this is what we're doing now? Oh, yeah, well, hey. Thank you. For All right. Do you have any questions from the audience? This is 
the with all due respect part we're gonna put some music in thank you for being a friend do 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 all right so i don't know questions today. thank you for being a friend oh, oh, oh yeah question ready guys so we started from the bottom now we're here girl. singing now. Alright. So, so the first question we got um, is from a listener saying, Sammy to swack, is that good or nah? I've been buried in so much bullshit lately that I haven't really got to read up on it. I don't see why it would be a bad problem uh, like a problem or why it would be a bad thing because the MEAC schools don't really draw, like outside of BCC, which is going to draw anyway because of the Florida Classic. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about Delaware State, Norfolk uh, State. Like Howard was kind of cool. That's a draw. But even still, like somebody even presented something. I don't know if it's possible, but basically, like run a swag schedule and then play Howard. Then uh, BCC is the. Um, nine conference like every year yeah. but um, definitely makes for more interesting lineups and I, I look for something I think it's great for the students I think it's great for us that want to go see games want to go see family Southern family Grambling shit like that I don't mm-hmm. think it's great for you football um, I mean especially in the climate that we're in right now I would love for all these D1 athletes to say oh I'm going to fucking fam now but we don't put them. We don't put the. We don't put the university in a favorable, favorable position for them to do that. I would much rather us be able to go compete against other FCS schools. It doesn't matter if we're trash or whatever. But at least we'll be on TV more, and at least we'll be. It'll be more attractive for a candidate to come to the school as opposed to, I'm just playing in the sweat. I mean, we'll get a little. I think we're saving money, or whatever, saving money, mm-hmm. making money. Uh, regarding traveling costs, of course, FAMU, Southern, and shit will be a bigger draw, but that's great, but that's not really a huge accomplishment, you know what I'm saying? Like, at one point in time, we had goals of being in, what, Conference USA and shit? What happened to that? I mean, that's what we kind of need to get back to, you know what I'm saying? And if we play North Dakota State, that's fine. I mean, North Dakota State's putting motherfuckers in the pros, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's go compete on that level, and if we're trash, we're trash. So I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Because of the money piece, so we're saving money on travel. Um, SWAC schools are a bigger draw. Um, but I think it also, <clears throat> I don't know if it, I mean, I think it's an opportunity just as far as building up, building up recruiting in different cities. So we could, we're going to be in, in Houston at least every other year playing Prairie View. Um, I think is I think, I think there's more appeal to get students in that area and that we've never had before. So to I get students what, to do what? Huh? Get students for what? From those parts of the country. To like, do what? Like, Enroll the FAMU? Yeah. 
FAMU doesn't enroll anybody that's not from Jacksonville, Miami, Atlanta, or Thomasville, Georgia. That's it. No, they've gotten a little bit better with it. Yeah, um, they, they added they added uh, they added Panama City. Oh, Jesus Christ! But yeah, I mean, I think it's I mean it's a good move. I I, I agree with your with what you're saying as far as like going to maybe going to a, a bigger conference um, and competing against um, higher FCS schools or or I mean I get what you're saying. But I think we don't have the infrastructure right now to even support that. Like, we need to have better facilities. I think they're working on that. People are raising money for that. But I think we got to have that shit first to even attract the type of talent that we would need to even make that step. Yeah, we definitely got to upgrade the facilities. Like, dev. Riddle me this. Oh, no, that might be too much family business. I, I just personally believe that FAMU's biggest draw is the band. Which coincides with season. So why the fuck did we Are go you going with that big ass fucking basketball stadium? Like that that money should have went to brag, in my opinion, of the field house or something football related. Yeah, I think they were trying to um, build up basketball because strategically that made that was that was a smarter move to have a good basketball program because it's cheaper and you could fill up the stands. But they never recruited the right people or brought in the right coaches. I mean, and all that's great. But build that shit up. Um, build that shit up in the old gym first. It made sense when they were in the MEAC because they were playing a lot of mid-Atlantic teams. Those what, are, I mean, to build that gym? For basketball, yeah. If you're they're, in bigger, MEAC, they're bigger for basketball. If you're so in the MEAC, you're playing mid-Atlantic teams, which are you know big on basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like Howard's, they had good programs. Yeah. No Fork had a good program. Hampton, well, Hampton and at the end, and at the end of the day, Bragg might be what Bragg is, but we've been to the other stadiums of the schools in the MIAC, and those stadiums are really trash. Ha- Howard, love you guys. Howard, Howard shit is trash. My high, my high school BCC field. BCC shit is trash. BCC shit. is the high school stadium, I think. BCC shit is the city stadium. They, uh, I mean, I don't know. I've been to BCC in a long time, but I remember like in high school we did a homecoming parade. Uh, they shit was like at a municipal stadium. It wasn't on campus or whatever. So that kind of takes away from it. Like to me, that used to be a big thing. Saturday mornings, um, that's when we coined the term snack pack and like start walking in Palmetto, drinking your drink. By the time you get ready to get to the stadium, you're ready to party. Like I thought it was great that the stadium was on campus. So I think they, they missed that element. But Outside of that, I haven't been to a BCC home game at that stadium, so I was just in high school. The band director told us where to go and where to be, so I never really got to hang out. It might work for them, but it just seems like having the stadium on campus would be better. Um, okay, uh, we got another question. Uh, someone asked, um, did we attend any um, protests this week? Man, these are horrible questions. I think about <laughs> asking questions. You wrote them yourself on the fly half. How edibles? Let's see if we got some old questions. But go ahead. We already said we're not going nowhere. We're not going to get a haircut. So why the fuck would we go to a protest? Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm I didn't go to the protest. I'm definitely. I'm still sheltering in place. I feel like uh, protesting is a young man game for one. Because if they get corona, they could like kind of shake that shit off of them. But I got pre-existing conditions. First of all, I'm not going to a protest without a pistol, and that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> no, you're the worst nigga to be there. I've been, I've protested. I think we've all protested. <laughs> You all protested, even in, like in college. Oh, when I was in Tallahassee, I mean, that was the thing to do. Because every week, yeah, that was like kind of like the party. But have y'all uh, seen the rubber bullets? Have y'all seen the rubber No, no. My cousin was in the protest in Tallahassee Huge. this past weekend and got hit by the car. Like A truck hit 
like seven people. He was one of the people. Yeah. Hey, yeah. What ended up happening with that? Because the video that I saw, like they wished the dude away who actually hit. They arrested him. They, he was arrested. Oh. Not doing that. Oh, so they made it. They made it just look sweet. They made it look like they were protecting him, but they took, he was he was definitely booked. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, protesting is definitely a young man's game. I got a friend of the family who was out there, and me and my wife were talking about it, and she was like, oh, you know, we're out here. And she was like, she needs to get her ass back. And I was, I'm like, no, nah, she's a college that's, student. That's for, that's for them. She's like, a college, like, a young college. That's what they're supposed to fucking do. I don't have to do that no more, and I'm proud of that. Remember, I, remember, I went to the, I think the last time I went was the Jenna 6 shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jenna 6, yeah. That was big. Man. I don't know. I went to the... Uh, they were taking down the uh, statues in New Orleans. I was out there for that. Was that like a protest or a celebration, though? Uh, both. Oh, no, okay. I was a celebration. And are you protest-shaming, though? Right. I had the white supremacists out there. Oh, okay. Protest-shaming you, though. Huh? You protest-shaming. No, they don't. Like, that nigga was, I mean, was that a celebration? I mean, I just thought maybe it already happened. Dangerous, okay. It hasn't already been made, so I know what y'all was yeah. protesting. So, how many protests did you go to this week? Ooh, ooh, none, bitch. We already answered the question. Bitch, we can go to none because we um our our bah. age or whatever. I don't know how. It they, did they have a peaceful protest? And I know they get wild. They did. They had they had good. They had very peaceful protests. And they had like the thing is Orlando's really not that bad in terms of our our law enforcement. Like that's not like a program. Police, that don't sound like a protest. That's not like a program. People were speaking. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a, they love programs here. You know, like there was oh, a lot of rights. No, not no, not a program. That's a program. A program. Program. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a program. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's A B selection. Definitely a difference between program and program. <laughs> it was definitely it was a program. They had niggas stepping. Um, motherfuckers came and they nail you. <laughs> so I put that on parade. I hate random. I hate random stepping. But like, yeah. my, mama, my mama loves programs, like church programs, especially church programs with stepping. Like, nigga, she'd be all in to try to get. No, I had to go programs growing up, nigga, at church. Uh, all the programs. Sometimes I had to be a part of the program. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, like, my mama still loves a good program. Like that. Yeah, me and my sister was just talking about that the other day, like random ass uh step team, like church step team, fourth grade step team, like motherfuckers have gone platinum with <laughs> stepping. All step teams matter? No. Listen, uh, I'm not sure if just like Facebook Live is gonna get to my mom so I can't really go in the way I wanna go in. <laughs> But my mom sent me this uh, fucking shit. Part of my cousin's on there, too. But, uh, <laughs> my mom sent me this Zoom invitation for this uh, fucking family reunion. And it was like, oh, it's the Jones and the Crutchfields. I don't know no Joneses or no fucking Crutchfields. So, so I'm asking them, my sister, like, man, who are these niggas you got want us to Zoom with on Saturday? So my mom was like, it's my, my daddy's people. So, you know, I've been I've been begging my mama to stay in the quarantine, man, so I can't not jump on the the Crutchfield Jones family <laughs> reunion shit, right? So man, my sister's like, I'm not getting on, blah 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 blah. Nah, you gotta get on if I'm getting on, man. So we log on and when I tell you like all these motherfuckers looked alike and me, my sister, my mama don't look shit like the rest of these niggas, I'm like, boy. How's the kid again? <laughs> Dog. All these motherfuckers had like you know, big, big pronounced noses. 
And like they all look alike. Like you can tell they came from the same like shit. That's racist. Not racism. No, you basically said they all look like niggas. Wide noses or they big noses? Because that's what it makes. You basically said they all look like niggas. Like, yeah. I said, like I said, the motherfucker could be watching me right now and, and report back to my mama in three seconds. Oh, it's okay. I, it's okay. I don't know them niggas. I said it. J. Joe just said that y'all look like niggas and they don't look so much like niggas. <laughs> not, not what I said. No, you didn't say it. I said it. I said it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was. Nigga said, I'm on the good uh, I wish I wish this wouldn't get to my mama because I do want to just go in, but I ain't had enough to drink. So yeah, that was awkward. So what is the ugly side? My mom sent a picture of like a family reunion picture with like six hundred black people and certain two people like apparently me and her. Anyway, hey, do you take that as an insult? Because I always like if I look at a motherfucker and they don't look nothing like us, like you got to be like, so who your mama or your granddaddy is again? Like what? But Explain, that's what I'm you, nigga. We were the outsiders. Like they were the ones. Like yeah, uh, I'm. I'm uh, Roscoe Jones is oh, a great y'all, y'all were the shady branch off the tree. Y'all were the third hyphen. Y'all, right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah, that's no good. You, you got to at least be the first or the second hyphen. You can't be no. the third hyphen. It's whack. it's whack when your name not on the shirt. Oh, yeah, if your name not on the shirt, <laughs> right. boy, you shady. I'm not going if my name ain't on the shirt. <laughs> hey, do you even really All the Bradley's dead. Do you even really deserve a fish sandwich? <laughs> right. That's why I, I didn't. Like, when they were telling their lineage and shit, I was like... Bitch, am I straight? So, listen. So, <laughs> so you had to say, like, what's your name? Like, where you from? What you do type shit. So, my mama... So, the dude facilitating was younger guy. So, he called my mama name. So, everybody else was like, yeah, I'm James Crutchfield. I came from uh, Roscoe and Landy Crutchfield. Um, blah, blah, blah. Like, it would go down. So, then my mama, she was like, hey. said her name. And... We related on my daddy's side and, and like moved on. I'm like, no, oh, that even made it even worse. Like you could even like we did yeah, yeah, like the the name name like, like, just at the daddy's side. We did like the yeah, side the name job. Uh, hey, we were the side babies. Nice but that's the thing about black families. Everybody, there's hella side babies going on. No Nobody, sea bass for y'all. Y'all get tilapia. You can't do the side fried. baby call. Or they y'all got tilapia. Shut that up. Yeah. They got some frescas in the cooler. Y'all can help yourself too. Niggas don't want to talk you about. You say we got some what? Some frescas. <laughs> frescas and some fucking cool lights. Hey, but why are you playing <laughs> frescas? Delicious. Just. Okay, what else? No, was no, <laughs> Hey, I mean, I, hey, I Zima. hey, boy, Zima's and Smirnoff Ices. We knew some niggas that would live and die by a Zima or a Smirnoff. You mean, yeah, I used to, uh, I used to drink Smirnoff Ice. Seventeen when they first came up. I mean, I used to drink, I, and I was there with you for a couple of days. I, I would drink Z, uh, not Zima, uh, Smirnoff out of a six pack, like a regular twelve ounce Smirnoff. But when you see a nigga walk in with a 32 ounce a Smirnoff, it's like, hey, hey. I nigga really likes that. Hey, first of what all, you why doing? you ain't get full off of that shit? I definitely <laughs> can't drink a 32. Right. Nigga, is you me, thirsty? You need to get you a soda or something if you're thirsty. Me and Lance have figured out the formula. Two Smirnoffs and a black. Uh, <laughs> oh, that sounds pretty good, though. It's I can't want that shit right now. It'll get you drunk. I might do that this weekend. I might go get two. They still they make Smirnoff. I don't know. Yeah, Smirnoff's, I think, still running. Oh, that's nice. I'm yeah. weird in the sense that I've been wanting to try to, uh, 
I've been wanting to try the non-alcoholic Heineken. See how it tastes. Y'all ever drink? Y'all ever drink out of paint mixing cups? Listen, I've drunk out a lot of shit in my day, but not one. Of, have y'all ever? Have y'all ever drank uh, an alcoholic beverage or cocktail out of a bowl? No. <laughs> a cereal bowl? I'm the only nigga. What about do y'all, do y'all what, think? Out of a coffee maker, little no. thing. No, I drank it out of a coffee mug, but it always made my drinks taste different. You ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drink. Like they don't give you but two glasses. It'd be like six niggas trying to drink Crown. Oh, at the like, hotel. All they got is this fucking coffee mug. Y'all never made them drinking. At that point, I'm drinking this. Shit. I'm taking that shit straight out the fucking satin, as Jay would say. Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't know Put why that, that coffee mugs make it taste weird. Coffee. It wouldn't. It would never work right. Oh yeah, that's the red What are the oh. what are the questions we got? Nobody asked any like crazy questions. No, nobody want to ask one question. Don't invite no crazy questions. questions. Right. Once we get a crazy question, watch everybody get quiet. Like, right. Ooh, Not that crazy. <laughs> right. Simmer down. Oh, Simmer you down. been like crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like crazy, sexy, cool. <laughs> Well, I guess we can get into it with all the respects then. Hey, did I pull the plug on the um, family reunion yet? What? Yeah, man, it's canceled. Damn it. But we're going to reschedule, man. Especially now that I got this crab. I got this crab bull. I got this shit perfected now. That's, man, them strong words. Right. Hey. Well, I, I, I had to go to Louisiana. Louisiana instructional videos for my uh, for my skills. So, yeah. All right, cool. I guess with all due respects is next. Right. It's kind of weird that we don't transition into that shit. We just start saying it. Right. I have to take my word for it. <laughs> yeah. What's the order? And if you're... You don't have, have, have to take my word for it. Wow. <laughs> it was hot enough. Nobody's question was hot enough. What's the order? Huh? Oh, yeah. The dreaded what's the order question. I'm first this time. I should be. You're first. Like it right. Damn. Me, then Jason. I mean, sorry, Jordan, you. Ah, damn. I go last. I got a real short, sweet, to the point one. But it's crazy. I bought you. I went last last time. No, 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 no. You'll see when I do mine. Like, this shit was weird, so that was just the universe. Like, I I randomly thought about this shit early, like, having the show. But no sense in reinventing the wheel. So I'm just wrong with it anyway. Hey, boy, this is nice. Whatever. I'm looking at this thing. You got the Facebook. You got the Instagram. We got we Cash App. I know we got a Cash App. Yes, sir. We got a Cash App, boy. I know you got a Cash App. Oh, I know you know because you did the shit. I'm <laughs> saying, in the podcast, first the Anchor shit, we ain't seen no money from Anchor that you broke bread with, and uh, now we got a Cash App. Anchor, Anchor provided a little money. Anchor provided a little money. I was saying, who's. Who's the cap that's going Because you got to provide. It's uh, an escrow. It's an escrow. Huh? It's an escrow. <laughs> <laughs> the anchor might be an escrow. Funny. <laughs> no, actually, it is kind of an escrow. It just stays in the online vault, online bank account. It that's doesn't smooth. It doesn't go anywhere until we tell it to go. That's, that's smooth. Right when we get like $50, we can have a pizza party. We got $50. Yeah. We got 50 Damn! I'm saying, Hey, well, because you have on a black shirt and the back is black. Hold on. Yeah. Is your shirt over the chair? What are you doing? No, nah, that's just how it looks. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're my, they're my shoulders right now. There you go. You look like a... a like I had a habit on. Mary Clarence. Who's first? Eyes first. Contenders ready. 
Man, we didn't talk about the versus the Christian versus battle. I didn't see it. Huh? I didn't see it, but we reached our two, we reached our two hour limit. No, I'm just saying. Chef said I thought it was part of the docket, but it wasn't in there. Cried, which means his edibles kicked in. And he's not understanding right. you know, why. Chef be called an audible. Talking to him about it now. Okay, I'm not judging. We all do our vices. Me too, man. I'm trying to eat healthy. That shit's we ready to go. Running behind me all the fucking time. We ready to go? Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> all right. Mine's quick. So with all due respect, um, woke black America and black America were protesting. Y'all got to do a better job of pubbing um, rebellion shit or revolt shit when we're about to do a big rebellion activity or whatever. Because for the blackout shit, I was not informed about the Tuesday blackout, right? So... When I woke up that morning, I looked on Instagram, and probably for the first 15 to 20 minutes of my life, I thought I had a bad internet connection, because all of the shit was black, and I I thought the shit was still loading. I actually spent about 10 minutes troubleshooting my internet, trying to figure out why my shit wasn't loading. I rebooted the phone, I looked at the router, I was like looking at my, my fucking, um, what the fuck is this shit, the Wireshark, I was like, I'm getting packaged, what the fuck is going on? I actually thought my shit was broke, and I think that's you guys' fault because it wasn't pubbed enough to let people know that it was Blackout Tuesday and it wasn't a problem with our internet. Y'all need to do better. More media, more pubs, so more people understand and people don't think this shit is fucked up. With all due respect. Then Ben and Jerry's, I saw what you did there. Black Lives Matter. Uh, sorry. Um, with all due respect, um, I'm still optimistic. I think, I think there's, um, there's a light, not necessarily like a, we're not sweeping change like the world's <laughs> going to change, but the world is going to change. I think, I think we're going to be a lot different now. I think folks are going to have to be more mindful of, of, of our condition. And it's not like I'm begging for anything. I think it's just, again, acknowledging. I think the thing is when people become more human to you and you listen to them, there's a shift because you start to internalize that person and whatever they're dealing with. We're in a time where everybody's stressed and everybody is, is on edge. And we all sharing that same feeling right now because of what's going on. And that's something that can unite you. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot more damage before we get to the point of healing. And I'm fine with that. I think we just gotta be patient uh, with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, um, I got a, a good friend of mine, man, who uh, I've been going kind of back and forth with him all weekend about voting. Uh, he hit me up and was like, man, I agree with Wood for the first time. So I was like, oh, that Uh-oh. must make you a horrible person. Uh-oh. And he was like, no, I don't. But when it comes to voting, I'm not voting. So... Of course, we get into the whole conversation, the lesser two evils, the devil you know, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. He said it's not worth it. Uh, I think recently he started quoting Lil Duval, just all types of shit off the wall now or whatever. Um, my my point is, I'm going to fucking vote. I'm going to vote for a president, and it's not going to be fucking Trump. Like, <clears throat> I know what I got with Trump. The nigga is horrible. And this nigga was like, well, Biden is just Trump-like. Well, goddamn. If you got 100 pounds on your back and that shit is 
niggas say, hey, I can make that shit 80 pounds on your back. Well, why don't you just go with the fucking 80 pounds? And yes, he tried to quote, uh, tell me about the electoral college and the popular vote doesn't count, blah, 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 blah. But I went fucking, uh, fucking, uh, I say midnight at the Apollo. I, I went fucking the uh, fuck. I went Apollo on that nigga and said, you know what? My grandparents, my great grandparents <clears throat> fought and died for my right to vote. So I'm going to exercise my vote every time I get the chance because people before me did shit that I didn't do for right for me to vote. So I'm always going to exercise that. So after that, he had shit to say. And that's how I feel. With all due respect, be concise, be precise, and be willing to make a sacrifice with all due respect. Check us out at www.anchor.fm, whack, with all due respect, with a K. Check us out on Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere a podcast is listened to on episode 103. So plenty of content for you guys. And you can hit us up on Cash App, and it goes straight to Wood Pockets. <laughs> Appreciate y'all who hung in ooh, two hours. Everybody hung in there with us, man. We fuck with y'all. We're glad y'all fuck with us. And it was all serious. Look out for some merch. We got merch coming. Yeah. We ain't even talk about the tiger shit. The tiger, what's the name? Yeah, merch. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah all great. You know what I'm saying? My merch. My merch. Original. Show your titties, we'll give you a t-shirt. That's what Boosie would say. <laughs> Remember when you agreed with Boosie that one time and everybody hated you? People always hate me. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody got it. I guess we're sad at all. All right. Adios.